Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, as McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening to the Super Duper Podcast. Actually, I'm lying, as I'm feeling old today, bro. Uh-oh. Went to the went to the eye doctor, man. Uh, cause I saw a few weeks ago, well, actually went that long ago, but I was out. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's trying to show me on the phone. It's like, hey, read this real quick. And I went, you're going to have to read it to me because I can't, I can't, oh, I can't see it. Oh. I couldn't see it. I was like, oh. And she was like, you can't see it? I was like, nah. You're going to you're gonna have to read that to the boy. Remember going out somewhere, you know, it was a dim lit place, you know what I'm saying? Uh, got my cologne popping. And I was trying to read the menu. And I'm like, I can't read this menu. Give me a uh, <laughs> Jameson ginger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got man. that right. Got that right. Well, so you, we've got, you can go, go to, to the, the young, go to the young Zinni and get you some nice uh reading frames. So that's what I so I did. You know, shout out to Lunettes. Uh, you know, my eye doctor on 111th Street here in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? She we we had a real honest conversation about my eyes going bad in my 40s, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it's all good. I got my frames on when I read, I don't need it for reading. Let's keep it a butt because the boy distance vision is still 2020. Holla at your boy. But if you put a menu in front of me, we're gonna read some on your phone. I need to grab these things. And I've, uh, you know, go ahead. I've I've actually learned in the probably the last two weeks here that my um small letters from a distance yeah. that I used to be able to read. I'm having a little bit of trouble with. Yeah, um, man. It's heartbreaking, bro. It's because yeah, it's, yeah. it's like reading you know up before. close, I'm fine. And, and huge letters, I'm fine. I can see them fine. But mm-hmm. it's I got to, you know, really like focus yeah. to, uh, and to and see so, the smaller ones from a distance. So I now, think I'm, I'm, I'm almost in your same boat there. Man, and now it's like, you know, I, I'm at the point I, I turn the phone a certain way, like to try to see it, wink one eye. <laughs> and that's what I was like, dog, it was an eye doctor. Just, just, just go ahead and go and accept your fate. And I'm the only, my, my family, everybody in my family, wear glasses. I was the last one. And it's like, it finally caught up to me. But you know, Father Time is undefeated. But welcome to the Super Duper Podcast. Uh, we do not take your listeners lightly. Please follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S U P A D U P A P O D. You know, as I'm just accepting Sri Lanka Barbie is going to be my friend. So shout out to yo and your Bitcoin <laughs> traders who keep following us. Super Duper Pod. The rest of y'all won't do it. Hey, uh, she, might, just, she might make a trip to Chicago for you, man. You hey, bro, I'm not going to be there. No, no, sir. Because I'm going to get that's a that's that's a catfish right there, bro. Uh, and also check us out online at h53productions.com for our mer- her, 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 her. It's cold here in Chicago. Get your scully welling. Get your sweatshirt uh, with Southside DNA and, of course, your favorite podcast. Also on h53productions.com, you will find more content such as the Easy Smoke GM podcast with our own as McMahon. What you guys talking about this week? Uh, we talked about the bull slump uh, yeah, this past I, week. I told you, didn't I? I told you they weren't going to win the game. Well, man. the Nets game, they were 
they were close to full strength. I mean, Caruso's been out. Uh, uh, Green has been uh, Green's been out uh, for a little bit. But that Nets loss, that was that was a big loss. The Golden State loss. I yes, mean, I didn't Nets. see him getting blown out like that. Though Zach, you know, three minutes into the game, Zach Levine yeah. left. That made a so big I, difference. So yeah, yeah, you saw that coming. Um, they came close to beating Boston, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, John Morant is uh, is pretty good. And the team is really good. I mean, you know, yeah, it's been reported yeah. a bunch of times. I mean, not to dim the brother light, but, you know, when he was out, they still went 10-2. So it's like, if they're going 10-2 without him, yeah. they're smacking people with him. You know, believe that. You know what I'm saying? But they, they got home and they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. Caruso came back and was that spark. Mm-hmm. That we needed, and uh, so yeah, we're we gonna be all right. We're still in first place in the east, we're gonna be so all pe- right. And just so people know, the Cavs ain't a pushover, Please no, no, believe. no. The Cavs, the Cavs are a good team, man. That was, that was a big win, yeah, yeah. So, big win. we waiting for Zach to come back, waiting for Lonzo Ball to come back, uh, waiting for uh, for Green to come back, and yeah, we're gonna, we gonna be all right. I'm no not, doubt. I'm not, I'm not too worried. No doubt, go bullies, man, go bullies. Also on HP53 Productions, you can find the Father Good Podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. So, again, make sure you check those uh, out wherever you get your podcasts and on the website, hp53productions.com. So, as just me and you today, uh, we'll talk about a few things to get out of here. So, first, about the free COVID test that the government's giving away. So, you know, the biggest thing now with people, we talked about this before, with COVID and the Omarion uh, variant and the uh, whatever variants will be popping up later. Hopefully they all die away. But the issue is when people got vaccinated, we got away from testing, right? So it's like vaccination didn't mean, you know, invisibility. And so we probably should have been testing just to, to see, but also the variant wasn't out there. So, you know, maybe that point, it's a moot point. Anyway, uh, because testing more is becoming an issue. And of course, around the holidays, getting a test, was the craziest thing in the world, finding someone to, to go get a test, a reliable test. So now, of course, the government is stepping in. Shout out to Joe, uh, money bag, Joe Biden, President Biden, and uh, the one Vice President Kamala Harris. They are sending us uh, four free tests. Well, you can go to the site to order and request four free at-home kits. Have to go to covidtest.gov, C-O-V-I-D-T-E-S-T-S dot gov, the reason I spell that out is because they're now scammers with it. Like this site been up 24 hours. They're scammers sending links to people, sending them to bad sites to make them pay for these uh, tests or, you know, spam, all that kind of stuff. So make sure you are using covidtests.gov. That's why I don't like people. <laughs> make, people sure that Ameri- awful. make sure that American Eagle is up there. Like, don't be so hasty. Read it. And it's supposed to be free, right? So you're not supposed to pay anything. And so it was funny because, you know, I, li- I listened to a lot of NPR podcasts. One of my favorite ones, I've said it before, is Planet Money on w- on uh, NPR. And they were talking about, is it a test to see how uh, they had the four people and see how quickly they can get a COVID test, right? Some people just went up somewhere, got it, was back home in 20 minutes. Some people had to call three or four different places. One lady never could find one after a whole day of trying could never get a test and that's kind of like how it is for everybody out here right some people like i can't find it i'll just hide from people and wear my mask and be okay you know some you know know where to go listen i got a secret place i ain't telling nobody about you know what i'm saying just because i know i can get there and get back out with no problem man 
But that's how it is now. And so on this NPR show, they were talking about how, you know, you are going because here's the other thing, too. Right. A lot of these testing sites that you roll up on, you like, is this for real? Are y'all really giving me a COVID test or an enema? Right. Or are you just wiping my nose? You know what I'm saying? Like giving me a negative. That's not really a negative. You know what I'm saying? Am I really do I really had this? No, and I, I will never know. So on this NPR podcast, they had a, a doctor on there who was saying, you know, it really doesn't matter who collects your sample, right? That's not the issue. The, the issue is actually who tests your sample. So if, you know, you're on 35th Street, and there's just a tent and you walk in and get it, that could be legit. This is where it's illegitimate is if there's no uh, doctor associated with your result. So when you get your result, there should be a physician's name on it. That's what they, that's what this podcast was saying. It okay. should be from a, it should be a reputable lab, you know, something you can look up. Like if you Google it and it's like temporarily closed or, you know, been closed since 95, probably not good. And also some physician should be attached to it. That, that's, so that's some way you can check the legitimacy of your test. That's good right. to know. It's good information. Yeah, right. And I don't think, and, I, and then when I listen to it, I don't think most people knew that because, you know, you just kind of take your test, get your negative, keep pushing. Right. But I think, but you know, you, you know, even though you get a negative, like a negative, still gets you to go to the event, still gets you to go to whatever you're trying to do, right? But let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a hondo. You don't want COVID and you sure don't want to spread it to people. So like, you want to make sure your negative is, is for real. And I hate that we got to worry about this stuff. Like who thinks of, you know what we should do? Get fake, <laughs> get fake tests. Who wants to do that in the middle of a pandemic? But you know, like you said. Antonio say, Brown. Yeah, but he got a fake vax card, bro. That's a, he he didn't say, bro, let's set up shop and, and tell other people that they're negative when they're really positive, or we don't even know which one, man. So again, doesn't matter who gets your sample. So, you know, wherever you find a testing site, I mean, I've seen my share, bro. I don't know about you. I, I've got tested at some random places like I hope this is legit. <laughs> I hope they don't have my DNA somehow. And then I'm going to see another ride walking down the street. But uh, again, if, if it's associated with a lab and a physician, because if you notice, when you get your results, you should get your results and it should be a physician's name on there and the name of a lab associated. So just for everybody out there, just so you know, um, share that information. And again, about the website, covidtest.gov, not .org, not .net, not .usa, because that will send you somebody that's going to get you, going to charge you 50 cool bucks, probably more than that, to get your COVID tests in quotations. And all you're going to get is broke. So, you know, covidtest.gov. Please, people, again, knowledge is power. Please share it with the people, especially the elderly folks in your life, you know, like your parents, whatever. And if you can, just, I would say, just do a form. You know what I'm saying? Just just fill it out, get it to their house, and, and it's in the mail at the end. Because, again, you know, uh, shout out to the brosie. We talked about this. We were joking one night with his mom. It was her birthday. And this was a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about how, like, you know, with, with our parents – they get caught by the scams pretty easily. Like I never forget, man, credit card. I forgot who called my parents. They called me and said, son, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. They're like, they, they said you owe this and this was about your job. I said, dad, I don't give anybody your house number for stuff about me, man. They got, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's start there. 
Let's yeah. let's start there. He went, and I said, and I said, now listen, you're trying to be a good dad because I was gonna say said, as soon as soon as they saw your name, they they yeah. they, they, they were worried. And, and once they said, and they thought it was me, and it's like you in trouble. He said, well, son, I almost picked up and told them where you were. I said, thank you <laughs> for not doing that. Yikes! Oh man, hey, he just he he was just worried, man. So I ain't tripping, but you know, but then but so then I'm very active about talking about parents about you know phishing, you know spamming, all that stuff is like you know don't click if it says you know we know it your bank account is low or somebody saw your account click on this nope nah Bank of America ain't gonna hit me like that you know city you know Chase ain't gonna ask me this way nah I got I got one the other day up to my work email which I would never sign up an account. Yeah, with my with my work email, it was through Zelle, and it was saying that they were taking five hundred dollars out of my account, and that uh, if I saw a problem with this, to click this uh, this link. I was like, yeah, not doing that. I'm not doing that. Not, not worried about that. Now, this is something people should look. At. I know we were talking about something else, but you know, like if you see when you see those things, right? You should look first. Is things first? If they're asking you to click on the link, that's a flag right there, right? It's like because that link will lead you to something that will put a virus on your phone. Was right. So that's so, so be careful of the link. And then some some knee jerk reaction like five hundred dollars from your account. Check your account first. See what I'm saying? Right. right. Check. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? If if it's our if it's out, they got it now. So no, it's no need to click the, that link. It's gonna save you. Just they got it. So check. And also think about really how would this, not just the bank, you know, wherever your information may be, how would they really contact you? And also look at the email address. Like if the email said, you know, so we will use Fifth Third Bank, right? If it says, you know, at uh, fifththirdbank.com, it might be them. But if it says at mail at fifth.banko, you know, it'll be the email is tricky. Probably not the bank, right, right? right? But I think, but they, but they take time to craft these messages and get you to react. That's why, and, and then unfortunately, they do hit a lot of senior citizens, right? They do reach our parents because they're figuring our parents are going to hear that and be concerned about us, give our information or give their information because at the end of the day, they're just trying to help their children or the people in their life who they hear is on this other line of phone on the phone. And, you know, technology becomes a big deal for them. And it's funny because I think about what's going to be that thing that I'm going to be asking my children, like, hey, uh, I need you to help me with this. It might be that metaverse. I don't know if I'm ready for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might be the metaverse, dog. But, you know, my parents bought a computer and I was at the house and we were just kind of going through just, uh, you know, the computer itself, right? And for me, I took for granted, you know, like my kids... I just gave them a computer. We was in the password. Guess what? They got all kind of apps, doc words. That thing tricked out. Stuff. I don't even know. How'd y'all do that? But with my parents, it was like, okay, this is your pen. Let's talk. This is different than that, which Step is different one. than this, right? <laughs> which is that. So I call them one day. They both stressed. Y'all all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cool. What's the problem? Uh, we were trying to get on the computer to uh, look at this up, but I think the word is wrong. I'll be over there. No, we'll figure it out. We'll just, like, we'll just call them, but we got to learn, but so shout out to our senior citizens that are trying to learn the internet. Help them when you can, because again, these scammers are for real, man. They out here and they taking people's money, and, and those those viruses suck. You know uh, your your phone will be if for nothing else. Don't slow down your computer or your phone. We're trying to click down, click on that stuff. So always double check. So again, covidtest.gov. If it's just easier, sign up for the elderly people in your life. 
get it to their house. They'll, you know, cause, cause you know, as like, I know this probably the last time it's going to be free. So just take, take advantage of it now, get it to the house. Cause then it's going to be 79 99 and the scammers won't be able to get in because the government will get their money. You did. Yes, sir. Speaking of money, look how this is. As I'm a pro at this, Maya Angelou is on the well, going to be on the quarter, right? So, I'm sure people have heard. Have you heard about this? Is I, I so, did read about that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the great poet Maya Angelou uh will be on the quarter, and so some people love it. You know, first time a black woman has been on uh, a coin. Uh, some people hate it. You know, D.L. Hughley said we want to change and they gave a spare change, which cracked me up. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, a, I mean, it's been a, the running joke has been this is not what we mean when we, when we demand change. You know, people, people going to be contrary. It's <laughs> a pretty good one. <laughs> but I mean, at least it's the quarter. I mean, you know, that's a popular uh popular coin you know hey hey listen you they know didn't put her on like the two cent piece that you listen. know nobody gets oh know. it's like it's our research brother so uh, you know this is part of a u.s treasury coin to honor american women right and so Maya angelou was the first uh to be honored in this series but i was looking up man just a story about like how difficult is it to change money because you know this is this is a big deal right and we've been through history and this is kind of the first time this has happened. And like, you know, I, love, I think once was to be Anthony on coin or something. Well, yeah, am, I, am I making it up? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Right. And so a, but it's like, a, it was a dollar coin, though. Right. 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 Yeah. And so there was a story on New York magazine about just changing money that it really necessarily isn't that difficult. But some but the person has to be dead. That's one. That's one thing. And it just kind of has to kind of go through these approval processes where there's no opposition. So, you know, we keep hearing about the Wait, $20. I, I, I didn't know that. So uh, a living person can't be on a... Uh... That's what the story said. Yeah, it can't be on the money. So I guess wow. it's kind of like so a no, king. No, or... Akeem, I was going to say no, no, Akeem, Prince Well, that's, that's in America, money? man, but he was another country. You see what I'm saying? So when in I say America... he got his own money, he's got his <laughs> own money. So, you know... <laughs> Uh, Because they were talking about those Obamas. It's like, oh, you can't get an Obama. You got to die. So, you know, you won't see an Obama. Um, So there's a, you know, so now the $20 bill has been the the, uh, currency that's been discussed the most about changing because, so here's the thing. You know, if you're going to change the money, of course, as I said before, they're going to be, there might be some opposition to it. Like you have to get some approval from people. So Andrew Jackson's on the 20. People don't like Andrew Jackson. You know, yeah, he was a president, but he's known for the Trail of Tears. So yeah. that's why, you know. Awful person. Harry, slave owner. Slave owner, killed a lot of Native Americans, just yeah. a pretty bad guy. But yet, when you go to your ATM, you see him 20, 10 times. Or I don't know how your uh, ATM situation is. Somebody, it might be that one time. But however you go to the ATM, you see him on those on those bills. Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing too many 10 times. You're not seeing 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 times? Nah. <laughs> it's like, nah. you putting in you putting in Andrew Jackson. I got Man, I'm putting maybe one. <laughs> Maybe two at the most to come. It's, re- out. it's real out here, dog. It's yeah. real out here. Yeah. And so again, there, remember we heard about the Terry Tubman being on twenty dollar bill, right? And that kind of just went away. Because I was thinking about this, I heard this. My answer, I say, wait, did we get this Harriet Tubman twenty? So what happened was, it was President Obama's administration was putting it out there saying, hey, you know, we're gonna make this a deal. You know, what I'm saying she, you know, she's gonna be the first black woman on some currency, the first woman on a dollar on a, on a dollar bill on a bill. Uh, you know, President Obama put that stuff in motion. Obviously, it hadn't been completed yet. And so when Trump got in office, I always comes back to Trump. 
he had his president or secretary say, no, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, Andrew Jackson is a great man. <laughs> so then they said, hold on. They said, Trump said, Terry Tubman could be on a $2 bill. I was like, this dude is wild. Oh, man. Now, apparently there was a push to put Ronald Reagan on the 20 and on the 50. Uh, but again, it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm surprised that didn't move. You know, people love Ronald Reagan, man. So I'm surprised that hasn't happened. But again, it's Democratic just, Democratic Congresses have been very true. Yeah, very yeah. very true. Yeah, but it's just like you know, it's it's a really good article on the New York Mag just about you know the the the, the production of money and the changing of money and the currency and the real and so you know you would think the issue really isn't about the people necessarily, but it's about people making fraudulent. It's about the money being fraudulent, right? So obviously with a new print and a new person, right, they got to make the first iteration of it. People get after it, get around it, and that can probably be easily duplicated. And that's something they want to avoid. So in their minds, it's just easy to stick with what we got, right? And I feel like the coins aren't as aggressive, right? It's like, okay, we can change these quarters. I mean, really, how many quarters is it going to take you to get to a million? That's going to be a lot of quarters. That's If you, if you got a million dollars worth of quarters, Congratulations. But these bills is where it becomes a bit different based on the article I read on New York Mag. And just that, you know, that that's the biggest issue. The bills being fraudulent. Go ahead. Remember the year 2000? Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the uh, the state quarters. Yeah, I remember that. It's like 50 of them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. 50 one, one of my first jobs was a um, I was a telemarketer. Mm-hmm. And so we had to actually, well, we took the calls of all the the QVC and 800 numbers that were selling the state quarters. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of people that was buying up those, uh, those quarters. Do you think they'll do something like that with, uh, with this one? Well, I hope so. And again, it, it, this is a, a series for women and I hope people have that same buzz, you know, just because it's about women. Uh, and I, and I hope it doesn't get like lost in the dark. Because I, I, I got to say, man, when I heard about my Angelou, it made me think about Harry Tubman. Like, wait, what happened to that? It's just how, like, we did. It was like a big, remember? It was like people yeah, was talking yeah, about, we're yeah. going to spend these Tubmans. We were trying to figure out we were call them Harriet's Tubmans. Like, yeah. we was trying to think of a slang name for them. And it just went away. But, you know, Trump and his people was like, yeah, y'all, y'all cancel that. We, we straight on that, right? And then, and, and that's sure it. Biden is, they 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 working on other things that, but but no, well, well, again, you know, again, you know, people put. I know folks are like, don't see Joe, and I'm sure, and there's some things happening. This inflation shooting up, COVID still ringing his ugly head. This whole mandate's a big deal. It's being a president is a hard job. Yeah, but but President Biden has said, you know, he wants to get the you know the voting rights bill. Is can't believe they trying to knock this down. Jeez, and it's like. He's he did say he'll get to you know he thinks that should be happening, but here's the like you just said is to keep it a buck, you know, folk getting Harry Tubman on the twenty dollar bill or get his inflation down right or get his voting rights bill passed. Those are just more important. I, I don't care how you feel about it. It's right. just the truth, right? And I feel like that, unfortunately that's the biggest issue I feel with the presidency right now. It's so many things that people are like, you got to do this now. And he just cannot. And unfortunately, I feel like he's trying to please everybody. You know what I'm saying? And trying to do it all. And it's just like, I just wish he'd say, listen, guys, I can't do all this stuff. This is going to help everybody. We're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Well, we got we to gotta get that inflation down, man. Yeah, man, because it's getting out of control. 
you know, five <laughs> wings for, for $14. That ain't doing it, man. No lordy. That's not. real, though. These prices are out of control. Yeah. Some spaces and places, man. It's just like, that's a lot of money. And just like, again, I look at the gas. That That's my barometer, how things are, right? But still, you know, a box of Cocoa Pebbles was four seventy nine. I go to the store. I go to the Wally Mart. It was four seventy nine. I said, "Hold on, oh man, got them on this fast, bro." I don't. I, don't, I can't eat the Cocoa Pebbles till February fifth. Jeez, man. But yeah, but so that that's the thing with the money, and uh, Harriet Tubman and um, Maya Angelou. So again, it's really part of a larger movement. But again, you know, it's just it's funny about the whole, you know, the, the quips from the from the black folks. This is not what we meant. We said we demand change. I thought that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty brilliant. That was pretty brilliant. Pretty brilliant. Uh, uh, so I just want to run this stuff by you guys, you know, singing about I, I used to see Sunday school and my church, Hopeful Baptist Church, shout out to them. And one of the diggers would say, he would say, listen, man, whenever you're teaching, think about what's going on in your life, because usually that's what you're going to talk about. And so the last few weeks, as I ain't gonna lie to you, man, I'll be very vulnerable on the pod. I was thinking, man, you know, we we, we got the pod is rolling, we're doing well, but you know, is it? You know, we I wanted to be like these podcasts I see on Instagram, right? And they be whack too. Like the, we call, we do what we do, right? This is a great podcast. There's some podcasts out there that's whack, saying stupid stuff, but they got numbers. You know, what I'm saying they and they big, and and then you know something hit me. To say, you know, Rob, you know, try to, I'm looking at the stuff, figure out what we do, I can do this, I, 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 I'm going crazy about it. And something just hit me in the spirit and said, man, stop pressing, right? And I think, you know, as I sat with that, man, I thought about just how I've approached life the last few years. Like, you know, that hustle mentality, go get it, we gonna make it happen, sleep when you dead, all that stuff, right? And the older I get, I like sleeping, you know what I'm saying? I like peace of mind, you know what I mean? And I've been very, and I had to think back over my life, like the things that happened to me, like that have been great and good, right? They, how can I say, they they just happened. I didn't have to make them happen. They happened. Now, what I had to work is to keep those things going, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes things fell in my life, like, like I work for Vibe Magazine, right? I was working for the city of Chicago. Good, good government job, you know, making some money that I could just, I was eating spaghetti and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just scraping some eggs together. And then Vibe, I worked with a guy who worked next to a guy who was looking for the rep for Vibe. And they, and in the meeting, they said, yo, I know the perfect dude. And he thought of me. Called me a couple months later, I got the job. Now, mind you, did I, was I out there, you know, knocking the door down so on and so forth no but it's like i was preparing my where i was now that's not to say i'm sure you hustlers are listening to this and like no rob i hustle is how i get it as you should i'm not saying working hard and sometimes you do got to make a thing happen but i think i want to release people from the thought that if you are not just out there every day burning your brain and burning the candle to both ends that that's the only way things happen like sometimes you have to let a thing evolve and sometimes you have to wait your turn. Sometimes you just have to be prepared to let it happen because so I, I bake these things called brookies, brownies and cookies. And the box says, 
takes 30 minutes to bake. Never takes 30 minutes. Now, I've taken it out in 30 minutes because guess what? I got to make it happen. I'm, no, it said 30 minutes. It's done. It's done. I don't care. Not so good. But when I sit and I wait and I let it do what it's supposed to do, I let it happen. Uh, you know, I get the nice, firm brookie that my dad loves, right? He, he's the last line of defense. If, if he says good, it's the best damn thing out there. But I'm saying this because, you know, I found myself trying to do a million and one things to make it, quote, in quotations, happen. But when I sat back and just was like, look, man, am I doing what I can? Like, you know, you got my dad always said this to me. Be honest with yourself. He always said it. You can lie to me, son. You can lie. You can lie to your mom, but you can't lie to yourself and God. He said all the time. He said, so is you doing your best? If you're doing everything you're supposed to do, what you need to happen will happen. I think we get away from that because here's the thing is we want other people to say, you know, you work and you grind and you hustling. And, and now the metrics we have are, you know, the numbers that you have on social media, the, you know, whatever many likes you get, things of that nature. And that's not to say that's not a bad thing, but I just want somebody that's probably listening, hopefully all 7,000 of you that are listening. And I just like, maybe somebody's going, man, I don't have this. I'm not doing this, but are you doing the work? Are you doing, are you showing up? Are you putting your time in? You know, you, you don't press it. Just do what you got to do. Stay, stay in your lane, stay in your area. So I hope to help somebody out because that definitely helped me this week from uh, not calling as and being like, man, we can't do this no more, man. These numbers ain't big. But knowing that we're going to make this happen one day because we're not going to press it. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, so before we get out of here, man, I want to acknowledge a couple of people uh sydney portier passed away when we were on our mini break and uh that's somebody you know that i know over years has been ignited people have done beautiful tributes to him they played that clip from the oscars uh when denzel was uh awarded his oscar for the first time at honor sydney portier in the same evening man that's pretty cool and just you know i remember my parents man you know my parents just were two folks from mississippi and tennessee and they worked hard they never really i never really saw them enjoy stuff because they worked nights and you know everything was my dad was working on cars during the day and my mother was taking care of us and going to work at night so like very you know we, we went to church on sunday and all throughout the week so they very really was like sitting back and enjoying stuff but what i remember vividly is my parents cracking up at uptown saturday night whenever it came on a random saturday with bill cosby and sydney poitier and I mean, it's just like they've seen it hundreds of times, but that's the time it was like, yeah, we watching this guys. You know, they never cared, but we watched. But it was like, nah, we watching up to Saturday night, and they are on the floor in stitches. And I just, and again, I know Sydney Portier is known for more serious movies. I guess was coming to dinner and some other older movies, but that's my memory of him. And just you know, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, you know. He was just a strong black man, somebody you looked up to. And, you, and she said, you know, he, he didn't he didn't take any mess. You know what I'm saying? He, he knew who he was and who he wanted to be. So recipe is Sidney Poitier. And go ahead, Ace. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, you're right. If you sit down and watch a That's Who's uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner or uh, In the Heat of the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see this serious actor, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. watch up to, uh, Uptown Saturday Night. Is 
That's one of the funniest movies of all time. It, it, and listen, it I must say, like, you know, I'm I'm I was more laughing at my parents laugh at it, but I mean it's a funny movie, man. <laughs> it, it it really is. And you know, I, I feel like and this, you know, it's it's wild. You know, people often obviously they they pass all the time, but it feels like at the beginning of the year, it's always like three big major deaths, you know what I'm saying? And uh, but you know, a guy like Sidney Poitier, man, you know, you think about what he was doing back then, like now, like for example, and a shout out to Drake. Yeah, everybody know I'm a Drake fan. Like Drake could be in a movie tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Although he was, he probably had the best example. He was on Degrassi High. But I say 50 Cent, right? Is he the best actor? I don't want 50 coming for us. I can pick somebody else. So insert little Uzi Burke here, okay? And it's like, could he be in a movie? Maybe, right? But now back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, Right, you know, a guy like Sidney Portier, right, breaking in and winning awards and still dealing with his racism and, and having the challenge of remember I, they, it was a podcast I was listening to talking to Sidney Portier. He was like, you know, I'm here to we'll talk about this movie, and you you still want to just talk about my blackness. Now, in some instances, people might hear that today and go, Well, you should always talk about your blackness, but back then he had to be known as a great actor, right? He already knew he was black. They knew he was black, right? They want to make it that, you know, you're only here because you're black. That's it. He's trying to make the point like, no, I'm here because I'm a great actor who happens to be black. And I think that's a, that's that's a lot of hard stuff for people who came before us. And I feel like a lot of times, man, we don't, you know, we don't always give credit to those who came before us. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's all a lot of times it's like moving them out the way. I'm the new kid in town. But I mean, so many of the things that we do today, are based upon the show, you know, the, the hard work and efforts that we put out before. I know people give Michael Jordan a lot of crap for like the stuff that he said or the not the the lack of a political stance, but the you know, and I do agree in some of those cases. But you know, I look at it from the other side of it too. At that point, wasn't nobody making this kind of money, nobody was making this kind of influence, and he had to get in the door. Right, he had to, and a lot. Of, and I'm telling you, man, you know, a lot of people who. Grew up when I, you know, I, pay, I know my parents are older than yours, but like our parents grew up, like there were things they had to do that they had to bite their tongue because they knew it wasn't just about them, right? It was about the other people that they had. They had to come to work and show up and deal with this crap so they can go, all right, we, we can let some more black people in here. Like the people right. who did those sit downs, man. You know what I'm saying? Will we say today, I wouldn't take that. Oh, okay. I mean, because you don't have to. They did it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like they going to a counter dressed up, right? Knowing, don't know what's going to happen. People pouring coffee on them, bro. Hot food, spitting on them. Right? And people don't want to learn about black history. Right. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to acknowledge history. Um, so, you know, with that, man, Sidney Portier, rest in peace, man. Thank you for your life and your legacy. And also earlier, uh, before we recorded, learned of the passing of Andre Leon Talley. So he uh, passed January 18th. That was yesterday. Was American fashion icon, uh, journalist, stylist, and creative director and editor-at-large of Vogue magazine. He was the magazine's first news director from 83 to 87. His first African-American male creative director from 88 to 95. And then the editor-at-large from 98 to 2013. Often regarded as a fashion icon, he was known for advocating for diversity in the fashion industry. And, you know, he served as a judge on the panel for America's Next Top Model. You know, it's a big deal. 
in the fashion industry, as you and I talked about this beforehand, not joking about his, his passing, but just how like out the blue people got pictures of with him out of nowhere. I don't, I don't know where to keep this thing safe. Um, but you know, people are giving it, <laughs> people are giving it tributes online uh, about him. But you know, he he wore these big robes all the time. I, I just remember this, this big old tall guy. And I, you know, we talked about it before. We we you know we didn't really know a lot about him. Like you knew who he was, you know what I'm saying? Or kind of had an idea of what, you know, these, these events he was at, but definitely had a big impact on the fashion world, kind of like with Sidney Poitier, you know, breaking into the, the fashion world as we think about it, right? With these models is a very kind of white space or was a white space, right? And so, you know, I'm sure again, in the 80s for him to break through, I'm sure there's some things he had to see here, deal with. So now people like Tyra Banks could have America's Next Top Model and these clothing lines could be out and about today and it, and it not be a big deal. So uh, again, rest in power, rest in peace to Mr. Andre Leon Talley. Um, again, he passed away January 18th. So, you know, with all these passes and, and what we're talking about, a lot of people you're with, man, uh, and also on the folks that you know, me just because these people are celebrities you know you got people in your life that you know and that you love that you can just you know honor and be around talk to you know i know we're in the pandemic but you know nothing else we got zoom and we got text you can text people check on them reach out to them because when they go on they go on man i think that's 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 how i that's how i live life man it's like you know i try to say it to people yeah, I love them. I care about them. I just send them a text. Hey, I was thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. I mean, I talked to you for three months, but I just, I, I know that's on me to hit you up and just say, hey, what's going on? And also, hey, one, one last thing is, you know, and if somebody doesn't hit you back, that's cool. Cause you don't know what people are dealing with, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you, this COVID stuff is just turning our worlds upside down. You don't know. And everybody's affected by it by, it, by some way. Right? It, we all touched by it. But just in case, just because somebody doesn't reach back out to you, just because somebody doesn't respond a certain amount of time, don't hold it against them. If you felt it in your heart to say, hey, and reach out, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Because you don't know what they're dealing with and you don't know how much that might mean to them when they read it. You know what I'm saying? You don't know where they are in that process, feeling alone, feeling lonely. And your message has reminded them that they can keep going. It's reminding them that they're not alone, that somebody's thinking of them. And they're reading it and that's giving us some energy to go through. So just, you know, again, we always say be good to yourselves and be good to each other. That's what that means. Uh, Making sure that we are checking on each other, that we are good to each other and definitely good to ourselves. So that's it for the show today. Is I miss anything? No, I think you covered it all. Oh, man. So next week we got Rachel Turner, um, social media extraordinaire marketing uh, Maven, she's going to share some businesses we should look out for in 2022. And again, I promise some good guests for the next couple of weeks. So you definitely find out about those in the latest episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Shout out to Sri Lanka Barbie, Super Duper Pod is S U P A D U P A P O D. Also follow us at hp53productions.com for our merch and also our shows such as the Easy Smoking GM Podcast and the Father Good Podcast. I was trying to do it. Mer-her-her, I couldn't even feel right. Just saying much. That didn't feel right. Make sure you check out the website for our content and our merchandise. Um, and again, thank you for listening to the Super Duper Pod. Shout out to everybody in the different countries, different locations, wherever you are. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. 
Definitely appreciate you. And even if you just subscribe and never listen, thank you too, because the numbers do count, man. So thank you very much. Uh, tell a neighbor, tell a friend. Uh, God bless you. Begin to take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. On this campaign is a suicide if you know that bringing hope here is how careers die or do the case stand for kamikaze for jay silent is everywhere you can feel i'm falling sure lately i've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this what? life thinking i should be further and then i choke up as soon as i got silent then the truth spoke up this said how you know you ain't perfect let that soak up and soak in you know how you know that you're blessed I